if you are truly gonna be there for your friend you don't have to be like i promise i will forever and always be there for you you don't have to do this shit you just have to be there your actions will speak for you you don't have to make big promises and Hello, my darling gems. Welcome back to another episode of Nummy Talks. Today we're talking about red flags. Um, I have a list of um, 12 red flags that are very underrated. Um, this all started when me and my friend were dealing with some other friends of ours who are being very problematic. And um, while talking, we just uh, ended up coming up with this list of um, red flags that we wish we had taken seriously that we saw in our friends. And um, I feel like this is worth sharing. I feel like this is information everyone would benefit from. And in fact, like this is something this might even help you like realize uh, some stuff about yourself, this, you might see some of these red flags in yourself, and, you know, you can use this to, like, self-correct, and, um, call out your own behavior, and see if there's something you need to work on, because we're, we're flawed, we're obviously, like, a little fucked up, um, and we should, like, it's not that, like, we should accept that we're flawed, some flaws are to be accepted, some are to be improved upon, and these are things that we should improve upon. So I'm gonna start off with suppressing emotions. Okay, so this is something I had to call myself out on. Um, I think I, I don't really do this anymore. If I do, um, usually like I don't realize at first that I'm doing it. Later on, it catches up with me and I'm like, oh fuck, and then I do whatever I can to rectify the situation and like take accountability for my actions and apologize and whatnot. So one way to recognize when someone is suppressing their emotions is like they don't have to talk to you about their feelings, obviously, but if it concerns the relationship they have with you and they want to like they ideally if they want to maintain a friendship with you, they should talk it out with you. Um uh, if you find them like suppressing their emotions and then clearly something's wrong but they're not willing to talk about it it's fine if they're if it's like their personal stuff and they don't want to talk about it maybe they just want to deal with it on their own and I mean actually like deal with it they can't just like suppress it and then uh, let it like affect their behavior or how they treat you you know like maybe like they don't want to talk to you about it maybe they want to deal with it in their own way and they should actually deal with it and like basically passive aggression this shouldn't be, like this is very eminent in people who suppress their emotions is the thing is you can't really suppress them you have to express them in one you will end up expressing them in one way or another because suppressing them is just such a fruitless attempt at it's just not it's i like it's a coping mechanism but it's like such a pathetic coping mechanism because it's just not possible as humans for us to suppress our emo emotions like at first you might think you're doing a great job but like shit's gonna come out like later and it's gonna be way uglier than if you had just come out with it to begin with and you would have been so much happier and you could have dealt with it properly but you know better late than ever I mean yeah that is true in this case but um 
it is gonna be very ugly like the longer you wait the more you try to suppress and uh it's just gonna be uglier and uglier and um you have to deal with it eventually but um if you notice this in other people where they uh suppress their emotions and they're like it's fine whatever like i don't want to talk about it um some people like they are actually doing a good job of like they might actually do a good job of dealing with whatever issue it is on their own. Um, this only applies for when, like, the issue doesn't concern you. If it's an issue that concerns you, the only way to work through it really is by talking about it with you. Like, if the issue that concerns you has nothing to do with you in the sense that, like, I'm in the, like, say if me and my friend, uh, like, I have an issue with her because... Uh, I feel intimidated by her and I'm jealous. Like, obviously, she didn't do anything wrong. But it's, like, a wrongdoing on my... Like, like obviously, it's, like, my thing to work through. I don't have to talk to her about it. It really depends on how close I am with her. If she's, like, a best friend. I, like, I could just, like, sort it out on my own. But I think i should talk to her about it because if i'm feeling that way it's obviously gonna affect how i talk to her sometimes i might say something a bit weird or rude because it's just like my insecurity or my jealousy just showing up in like low-key ways you know like if you're upfront about how you're feeling if you if you just say like i'm very much intimidated by you and i feel jealous about this like it's much less likely that you'll say something passive-aggressive, you know? Uh, I think what I'm saying is passive-aggressiveness is a red flag, which is, like, everybody fucking knows this, but, um, you know, when it comes to this, like, the biggest, the toughest part about this is actually, like, paying attention to these red flags, because you see this, like, me and my friend, we saw, like, so much of, like, passive-aggression and um, a lot of stuff like this, but... In practicality, in reality, when this is happening, it's so hard to take it seriously and be like, that was really weird. And, um, you know, listen to your instinct when it's telling you that it's an indicator of, like, a larger problem that won't show up until, like, later when in a more dire situation, maybe. Um, anyways, uh, I think... I think I over-explained that, but it's fine. I'm just going to move on to the next one, which is acting like they don't have emotions or that emotions are a sign of weakness. Uh, this is something I had a friend do a lot. Um, and, uh, like, a former friend. Uh, and the thing about this is that I knew it was a fucking problem. I knew it wasn't healthy, but... Like, I thought that the whole, like, emotions are a sign of weakness. Like, I was, like, I did, like, call him out whenever he said, like, problematic things. I was just, like, you know what? Like, this is his issue. Like, it's his how he deals with emotions. I can't really do anything about that. Um, I mean, I knew that obviously I wasn't going to try to change him. That's something I never do. I don't try to change people. But... I wasn't about to, like, stop being friends with him because he doesn't know how to deal with his own emotions. But the thing, the issue with this is that it, it isn't just about his emotions. He thinks that when other people are being vulnerable, 
um, when other people are being emotional. He sees it as a sign of weakness. And in practical terms, it has a negative impact on how he treats you or how he treats you when you're being vulnerable, which is something that you do once in a while. You're vulnerable with your friends once in a while. Um, so uh, when someone... so. In reality, when someone is treating, when someone's like acting like this, when they're like, oh, like, I'm not emotional, I don't give a fuck about feelings, in fact, feelings are a sign of weakness, it can be tough to be like, yeah, like, I don't want to be around you, um, just based on that, especially if, like, otherwise a person's like a great person, um, but it is to be taken seriously. That stuff will spill over into how they treat you and your emotions. And if you can't, like, if your friend should ideally be someone who treats your emotions with respect. And if you see someone who doesn't treat their own emotions with respect, um, it is possible that they low-key don't treat, like, they may not, it might not be very evident at first because it would obviously be rude if they were like that up front but later on when you're more invested and like they're they are more secure about showing that side of them uh it will it will show up that yeah if they can't treat their own emotions with respect um down the line they're not going to treat yours with respect either at first they might like say performative things that seem healthy but really they're just saying it because uh if they did it like very early on it would just be very obviously valently disrespectful down the line when you're actually opening up to them about something they might say stuff like hey just just forget about it like like you're just being like a weak ass bitch right now like just pretend like it's not a big deal like th this is this is gonna happen so that's Red flag number two, and next we have when someone says, when what someone says does not match their actions. Oh my fucking God. This is something I see so much of, and um, I ignore, I've ignored it so much, and uh, now I'm trying to do a better job of like actually taking this stuff seriously. Um, I feel like when I feel like the real test of like how genuine someone is is when what they say like lines up with how they act. I don't think I have to give any examples for this. It's just like if someone says something and they go and do something completely different, um, it's a true sign of like how genuine they are. I had a friend who he was all talk dude he would say all kinds of shit he would talk smack about everybody and say you know if if he came in here you know I would do this and that like this isn't one of those times where you're just exaggerating because you're in the moment like he would constantly say I would do this I would do that um you know I hate when other people do this because you know and they criticize other people so fucking much um, but when it comes to their own behavior, um, or when it comes time for them to actually take action, they don't do shit, or they pussy out when they, like, judge others for pussying out, or they, 
basically like what they say and what they do do not line up at all like what i'm seeing right now is just one example of it there's many many different versions of um people who say things and then their actions don't line up with that um it could be people this another example of this is when people make promises a lot when they're like i promise i will always be there for you and then like when you're in a tough spot they're <laughs> they're just never there i mean obviously no person is going to conveniently be at your service whenever you really need them um but some people they make i hate when make people make these promises cuz oh i talked about this in my previous episode this is actually why i chose to do uh to talk about this in today's episode because i wanted to expand on that and i want to talk more in depth about red flags when people make promises like like when people make such strong statements it's because they're trying to overcompensate for what they know is a lack of actually showing what they're saying if you are truly going to be there for your friend you don't have to be like i promise i will forever and always be there for you you don't have to do the shit you just have to be there your actions will speak for you you don't have to make big promises and um like promise them the world and it's completely unnecessary it's like a false sense of safety that people do to lull you in and be like you know this is why like you shouldn't fall into that this is um people who really need that sense of security tend to fall victim to it a lot um i did because i was very lonely growing up and had no support system so if someone came into my life and they were like i will take care of you you are everything to me and i promise i will never hurt you and i will always be there for you like younger naive me was like oh hell yes let's do this shit you know but it's it's not real they're they're just saying like if someone has to make such strong statements that means that they're they know that their actions can't really back them up um anyways um next up we have oh next one just says being insensitive this is an obvious one um this is not an underrated red flag if <laughs> if someone says something rude or if they're insensitive to your feelings be careful i mean this happens okay this is very this is not a good one i don't know why i wrote this down because sometimes like a person could like unintentionally be insensitive to you why even if they're like a good friend it just happens like once in a while yeah this is not a good red flag i'm sorry you guys just ignore this um uh ooh the next one this is something i have strong opinions on and it's not having morals/opinion and having okay so basically it's a red flag when someone they they're just indifferent to everything when it comes to like social issues when it comes to the people around them like like i mean this varies a lot if you're the type of person that just doesn't give a fuck about like the people around them then like you have to like everything i say please be a critical thinker and like try to understand uh, i'm going to do my best to express myself uh as coherently as i can i think it's important that the people you choose to keep around you that they're 
the morals they follow, that they have morals and that the morals they have or the opinions they have when it comes to, like, about, when, about, like, important things. I'm talking about, like, social issues and, like, things that really affect us, that they align when it comes to stuff, like, like, obviously I'm not talking about preferences, like, and I'm not talking about things that are easily debatable, like philosophical things. I'm talking about issues that impact our happiness, issues like racism, homophobia, sexism. Um, I'm talking about like the main things right now, but there's obviously a lot more um, like social stuff that really impacts you. Uh, I think that's as much as I'm able to expand on that specific red flag for now. Um, the next one is ending conflicts by saying sorry for the sake of it. Okay, an imperative skill that I have gained in the last year is um, no, learning how to apologize properly, like for real. Ooh, I should do an episode on how to apologize properly. Okay, I will do that. Um, so... Uh, something very important that I learned in the last year is learning how to apologize properly and genuinely and just do a good apology in general. And second is how to call out uh, other people uh, when they're not making genuine apologies. Um, and I am talking, uh, and this includes when people... Like, whenever my friends apologize, like, when they're like, oh, I'm so sorry, I couldn't pick up your call. And I'm like, bro, please, like, like, I, whenever my friends apologize unnecessarily, I make them, like, take it back. And I'm like, unless it's absolutely warranted, I don't want you to say sorry. Um, but that's obviously not a very big deal. Like, they're obviously just doing it because they're being polite. Um, what's even, what's even more serious or more, like, what's more imperative that I mean to focus on is when people, when you talk to them about something, about a specific issue that involves them, and they just say, like, okay, sorry, okay, okay, sorry, when they're just saying sorry for the sake of ending the conflict, and they don't make any real attempt to understand how they have hurt you, or how their actions have impacted you in a negative, you or others in a negative way. Uh, um, how you can, how you realize if they're doing this is basically, okay, what I do is when I talk to someone about something and I'm not entirely sh convinced that they have understood how I feel, I just make them repeat it back to me. I'm like, all right, can you like, like explain back to me what is wrong, what the issue is so that I can make sure you've understood it properly. Sometimes like they are making a genuine attempt to understand the problem, but there's like misunderstandings still happen. So um, they will, uh, so you know, when they explain it back to you, you might realize that they didn't exact uh, understand exactly what the issue is maybe they were they kind of get the general idea but it's not exactly on the mark and then you can like figure it out and bridge the gap in the communication like that so that's what I do um uh but some people they genuinely like don't give a fuck about the actual issue 
or how they have hurt you and like they don't care about like fixing that genuinely and they just want the conflict to get over and to like just act like nothing's wrong and to like be good and like as like that like i hate it so much i hate people who do this so fucking much because um cuz it's so fake it's so fucking fake like when there's an issue and you just act like you just like say sorry to like end the conversation and you want to go back to like acting like everything's fine like ah uh, like you're like i i don't uh, like because i'm someone who kind of just always says what i'm thinking um and i don't know it's just not possible for me to like put feelings aside like serious feelings aside and act like everything's okay and just have fun with you um this is why i keep most people at a distance i'm an extrovert and i have a lot of friends um but everyone who's not in my inner circle i keep at a very large distance like I don't let them in on my personal lives. I love to get get to know. I love to know more about other people. But I'm very selective about what I let other people know about me. Honestly, I'm not that selective. I'm pretty much an open book. I talk about my life very openly um because I'm very secure in my life and I I'm just comfortable talking about most things anyway. So, I'm comfortable letting a lot of people in into uh aspects of my life that maybe most people wouldn't be comfortable with um but certain things that are really sensitive to me or like that are really truly personal to me i only only let like very 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 select people like i my inner circle is like probably like three or four people right now um that's it and like even mo- like most of them i don't even talk to like very actively on a daily basis maybe like two i talk to like every day but other than that um i do interact with a lot of people uh cuz i love interacting with people um it's just only some people i am vulnerable truly vulnerable with i feel like i'm vulnerable a lot obviously like i have a YouTube channel where I sit in front of a camera and talk about feelings a lot and mental health and social issues. Uh so I am I do put myself out there a lot. It does take a toll. Not a toll. Like it is not easy to talk about stuff. It's not easy to put myself out there. It's not easy for me to be over here talking to a camera about feelings um but I I I push through it. I make myself do it. and i think at the end of the day i f- i'm glad i'm doing it um and through this i want to make connections and i am doing that and i feel like i am having an impact even though it is on a very very small scale but it makes me happy so this is why i do it um this is not the point of uh the conversation what why am i i feel like i've gone vi- really off topic um ending conflicts by saying sorry for the sake of it. Yeah, it's just not possible for me to like whenever I have a problem with like my friends, any of my close friends do something I don't like or if there's some issue at all, I need to talk to them about it immediately. It's just not possible for me to like ignore it or just suppress it or not talk about it. Like I can suppress it. I'd like this is something I used to do. I used to suppress it, but it comes out in really ugly ways. 
Um, and thankfully, I've really grown out of that coping mechanism. And now I've reached that stage where I like I just need to communicate with people. And it's very healthy. It's very good to communicate about the stuff because it like it's like the best way to resolve things is to just talk it out with your friends. And um, I'm very happy with uh, how I deal with issues with my friends. We just I just like tell them how I'm feeling respectfully and they respond respectfully. And I I uh, am <laughs> just very happy with my current circle, I guess. Um yeah. Okay, next we have people who argue to win and not to understand. This is pretty self-explanatory. I don't think I have to explain that much and I don't think I have to give examples. But if you're um, having a discussion with someone about something that matters to you, to both parties that are involved in the discussion, it can. it's very easy to just um, get swept in the moment um, it, it's, it's very easy to just get carried away with trying to get the other person to understand your point of view. And it's very unproductive when both people in the conversation are trying to desperately get the other person to understand them. Um, and sometimes when you are discussing things, some people, they just, uh, they just, like, clearly don't give a fuck about actually figuring out what's the best way to do things or what's like they don't care about getting to the actual bottom of the issue they just they just want to win they just want to feed their own ego um i want to like discuss how to figure out when someone is doing this but i feel like you'll just know i i don't think there is like a great way to explain this um at least i can't next up we have Empty promises and promising the impossible. Oh, I already discussed this. Ooh, it's, wow, it's slowly, like, turning out that my 12 red flags are actually really more like eight. <laughs> um, empty promises and promising the impossible. People who do this quite, like, easily. I will, like, if someone's like, I promise, um, and they proceed to say something that they obviously is, like, not even in their control, I'm like, all right. It was nice knowing you. And finally, we have beating around the bush and not saying what they mean. Uh, I had to deal with this a lot. I dealt. With, uh, I had an ex who did this a lot with me. Um, I was very naive back then. Basically, like he would take a very simple matter, and just because he didn't like the facts, he would take like something that could be communicated in like one sentence and he would turn it into 15 paragraphs that make no fucking sense at all whatsoever and it was the most annoying shit uh i was i just got annoyed because it was like uh, so much spam to read fucking 15 paragraphs bro like it's so tough to read so much so often there were times when like I would turn off my Wi-Fi and just dip for hours because I just wanted to escape them. It was obviously a very unhealthy relationship. I should have just ended it very early on, but oh, sorry, I just knocked the camera. I should have just ended it like very, like, I shouldn't have even been, th been in that relationship in the first place, but it's okay. I've learned my lesson. Um, and I had to deal with this recently as well. Um, there was a person 
um, who I had to have a conversation with about about tough feelings, and he would just not address the fucking issue. He would just go in circles. He wrote paragraphs on paragraphs, and he didn't really even communicate. He would just be like, "Yeah, I did this, and then that, and then he like it just I don't I don't I don't know how to like give examples for this exactly, um, but I hope my like if you basically if you feel if you sense that like someone is saying a lot but they're not really communicating anything they're full of shit stay away from them um they just like yeah just don't put up with that it's uh it's just they they're too cowardly to like really face the facts that's why they're doing this drama so um just dip uh like i used to try to like communicate I'd be like yeah, I'm not really understanding what you're saying and I would try so hard to like make sense of what they're saying uh really like what you need to do is be like okay bye um next we <laughs> I make I mean oh that was the last one y'all we're done great okay so it's important to like put your foot down when it comes to this stuff and actually take it seriously um, al almost all of these red flags, like, I saw them, and I was like, this isn't cool, I mean, like, like, I don't really agree with this specific action that this person has done, but I wouldn't take it seriously, I would be like, this is such a small thing, like, like, what, she, like, made one, um, comment where she was being like this, and, like, I didn't take it seriously, I didn't think it was, like, a big enough deal for me to, like, do anything about it, but, you know what? You should. Um, if you're not that close with them, keep your distance. If you are close with them, tell them about it. Um, and if they actually, like, learn from it, if they actually have, like, a good response and they're like, oh, you know what? I am actually doing this. And they acknowledge their behavior and they show any sign of, like, working on it. And I mean real sign. Like, you need action to like, you know, um, like react to, like if they just say I'm working on it, that's, anyone can say I'm working on it. If you see progress, then, you know, maybe they're worth staying around and they're actually improving as people. But other than that, please just fucking leave. Please like, don't waste your life. I, it's so much better to be alone than to be around people who are terrible to you, who are toxic to you. Um, you know, uh, uh, most of my high school experience, I was very lonely, even though I am extroverted and I really liked be being around people. Um, the schools that I went to, for some reason, the people who I was, that were like in my immediate environment were not so great. Um, and um, I could have like, put up with them and like stayed like spent time with them uh you know but I chose like I like and it was a very lonely time for me but I am very glad that I did that because I chose to be alone uh and it was a bit lonely but it's so much better than being around people who are hurting you constantly um it's it's not great being alone either but it's it's better to like not be around toxic people because uh, then it really affects you it affects you in a worse way I think it really drags you down um, 
And now, if I hadn't done that, you know, like, right now I'm really happy with my my inner circle. I have a really, really good quality set of friends and I'm so grateful for them every day and I'm very much aware that in order to get here I like those choices I made though like my decision to recognize um the red flags see how see the bigger picture and like put my foot down and be like yeah I'm not putting up with this and uh you know making that decision of like you know what I will not tolerate anything less than what I know I deserve, you know? Um, And being around the right people, having good friends, wholesome friends that actually really care about you, that you care about as well, it really improves your quality of life. And Nami Talks is all about improving your quality of life. So I hope that this has that impact on everyone who's listening. And... uh, I hope you have a wonderful day and I hope that you like share and subscribe and um, everything else. I feel like I'm always missing out on a bunch of things that I should tell my listeners slash viewers to do. Um, Just do them. I don't know what they are. Uh, I can't remember. It's 4 a.m. It's literally 4.30. My camera, no, my phone died in between. I use my phone to record the audio through this mic and my phone died, and I would not wake up again, like, literally, it was charging for, like, an entire hour, and it wouldn't fucking charge, anyways, um, uh, I'm very tired, so I'm just gonna say bye now, thank you all for listening, you're all gems, love you, no shit, okay, bye!